So the obvious question you're probably asking is, why am I in a cemetery? Many of us spend our lives avoiding these places. They are reminders of death, the limitation of vitality, and in some cases, ended dreams. Chances are that most of us have buried a loved one, or at least someone we knew, at some point in our lives. And it's probably not a day that we would choose to live over again. But there's another side to all of this. If what we read of Jesus is true, then physical death is not the end. In fact, Jesus promises life to those who will receive it. And that offer still stands today. But the problem is we stand opposed to ourselves. Inside, we desire life and freedom. We all taste that from time to time. But there are parts of us, the Bible collectively calls them the flesh, that are resistant to surrendering to Jesus and receiving the life he offers. Our flesh is decaying, but our spirit is eternal. We can choose whether we want to follow Jesus by laying down our fear, our need to control, our selfishness, our greed, our lust, and all of the other things that obsess us, or whether we want to continue living our life according to what the Bible calls our flesh. It feels good, but it is ultimately unfulfilling. We're going to spend some time here today thinking through and processing all of this. Take a few minutes right now to talk to God. Tell him all of the reasons that you're hesitant to more thoroughly surrender your life to him. For some of us, it could be that we really don't believe or we're not convinced enough. For some of us, it could be that we've really felt burned by someone or by a religious institution before, and we've layered that onto our view of God. For some of us, it might be that we're just too self-centered to even think about others, let alone what God wants. Whatever it is, know that God is not threatened by your hesitations. He is perfectly secure and happy in who he is. Just talk to him and spend some time listening. Tell him the reasons you're hesitant to surrender your life more thoroughly to him.
If you've not already done so, now might be a good time to get out of your car and walk around. If you're listening to this on your car CD player, or if there's a monsoon outside, feel free to stay put. One thing you notice as you look at the dates on various tombstones is the diversity of lives that these people had. Some lived long lives, and some died very young. Some spent extravagantly on their grave marker, and some are marked only by a small plaque in the ground that's barely visible through the grass. In the same way, each of us is at a different place in our experiences with Jesus. Some of us have only recently heard about who he is, and some of us may have been following him for decades. But we are all, or at least we should be, at a place of seeking. We are looking for something, even if we're not certain what it is. All of those longings we talked about before, the ones that sometimes become twisted into things like greed and lust and envy, those are all longings that are meant to be met in God. It's just that we sometimes want them on our own terms instead of freely receiving what God wants to give us. In order to do that, we have to empty ourselves. We have to, as the Bible calls it, die to ourselves in order to be able to receive the life that Jesus wants to give us. Jesus said, whoever finds his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Now, this doesn't mean that we all physically die for Jesus. What it means is that we lay down our own life. We are to find the answer to all of our longings, all of our desires, all of our hopes in Jesus. He is ready and willing to give them to us, but first, we must die to ourselves. Make your way to a grave. Once you get there, stand in front of it and spend some time consciously telling God the things that you're going to empty yourself of and die to so that you can receive the life that he wants to give you.
take a moment to notice the name on the grave in front of you. This person's body, their flesh, is dead and decomposing. But they live on. Their spirit is eternal. In the same way, if you have decided to die to certain things in your life, you can leave the remains of your flesh right here. And you can turn around and walk away and begin to receive the life that God has promised. Spend a few minutes right now telling God that you want to receive the life that he has promised through Jesus. Again, take note of the name that's on the grave marker. Whenever you start to feel those things cropping up again, the things that you have died to, that you have emptied yourself of, just remember that name to remind you that you have died to yourself and you have received Jesus' life. As you turn around to leave, spend some time thanking God that he loves you in spite of any confusion, in spite of any doubts. His desire for you is life, and he will see you through to life. This concludes your week four challenge. On your way home, spend some time thanking God for his love and ask him to show you the ways that he has shown that love that maybe you've never noticed before.